Hey, welcome. This is Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. And I'm your co-host, James Parker. On today's show, we're going to cover one of the most important aspects of investing, and that's how to turn this big pile of assets into a monthly check. We have some show notes and a complimentary download on this topic waiting for you at winningatlife.com slash podcast 30, winningatlife.com slash podcast three zero. Is there retirement without income? There isn't. So then what is retirement? What is your vision? What is it you're wanting it to be? If you had to tell a story about your retirement, how would you like that to go? Or think about it this way. Your grandkids, if they were to tell about your life the next 20 years, 30 years, how would you like them to tell it? What would their experience be? What would be their vision of that story? See, I see retirement as something different. I see it as about income. I see it as about choices. I see it as not having to depend on earned income, but multiple streams of income, and that you probably should have more tax efficiency than you have. You need tax diversity. I'd made a list before I spoke at the wine, wisdom, and food event, kind of thinking about all the different sources of income when we're talking about income. First off, pension. For the 23% that still has that option, that that can be a source of income. And look, everything's decisions. No matter what I mention on the source of income, it, it still comes with decisions. This isn't simple. It doesn't get easy. And probably when you start thinking about it as sources of income, you're probably saying, Gregory, you're like complicating it. No, I'm, I'm getting you to see what it is so that it can be so much more. Okay, Social Security would be the next on the list, Social Security. How about uh, your 401K? That could be your 457, your 403B. And why, why would retirement, that be an income source? Well, maybe you're not 59 and a half yet, and you're having to utilize the age 55 exception and take income because you were over 55 but not 59 and a half, and, and, and you wanted some other options. It's also called retirement. Now, that could also become your IRA because that could be those accounts could be rolled over to your IRA. Where would you put Roth on that list? Roth would be next. Okay. Building for tax-free income. So is the next one going to be annuities or just fixed annuities? Well, we're going to talk about your equities, depending. And and a lot of these things can be invested in equities, but it would be, say, your non-qualified account. Because your your IRA could be in equities, your Roth could be in equities, so I don't want to pinpoint that, but that's depending on how it's managed. But you could have... From an annuity standpoint, you could have pension-like annuities, and that's where you're using that strategy to build lifetime distributions that have spousal continuation as well. Now, you could also kind of fall in there to, well, what about bond-like annuities? Well, once again, that's another way to invest your money. doesn't necessarily mean a separate 
stream of income. But if you want, you could you could go in there. Well, I'm 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 taking income from dividend stocks. So we'll call that a stream of income, which means we would call the bond-like money as a stream of income. So, so far I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine sources of income there. Could be the interest on your CDs. I sat down with a client the other day, 1.5 million in CDs receiving those dividends every year and we shifted and, and increased some rates from one and a half to four percent on five year cd annuities and you know what that is that's boosting income when we shifted a couple hundred thousand of that money and that's what they've cycled we've been working with them a few years on that improvement very very conservative we're talking about money that they don't want to put at risk. So right there, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven sources of income. And, and I, I've probably missed one of my staples there, but we did talk about max funding income. And that's another strategy where you can put money away and having it come out tax free. So when you're thinking about these sources of income, you're also thinking about how you're building this, accumulating it. And how is it going to be taxed on distribution? Oh, uh, and I'm going to list other. So now we're at 12. Other. What is what is other? Another source of income you have. Maybe you have some mineral rights. Maybe you have some rental houses. See, this stuff that's off my grid, but you have other income. And I'm not going to try to list those others, but others go outside of what we help people work on and change the thinking. And this isn't necessarily about turning everything on at once, but it also could be laddering income at certain points. This is to be turned on, like a reverse mortgage for income would be later down the road. Social Security, you might retire at 62, but you might not turn your Social Security on until 67 or 70. Or you might not take income from your IRA because you have a pension, you have Social Security, and you have max funding that's creating tax-free income, and it's six more years to your 70 and a half, which forces income to come out of the IRAs, which we have listed, but why is it why is it coming out? Required minimum distributions. And then you might be turning on the Roth a little bit later. Why? Because it doesn't go in your 1040, but inflation's hit. That Big Mac is now six and a half bucks, and that carton of eggs is two ninety nine. Where else can you live on this planet to all of a sudden start tweaking it and make a difference? What about and having the ability to generate tax-free income? I'm 50 and I hadn't started. Well, then it's time. And you know what? 10 years can make a giant difference in the rest of your life. Well, maybe you're not retiring at 60. You're going to retire at 66. Well, if you're 50, that's 16 years. You know, when we're talking about these multiple streams of income, I think I got to what? 12. Now, some of that, if that's just one person can create that. But if you're married, your spouse is going to be able to draw Social Security. Your spouse may have a 401k. Your spouse may have a pension. So if I add that in, now I'm at 19 sources of income. You need to start setting down and looking at how many ways do we have to generate income. It's not one pile of money, and you're not turning it all on at once. Then you don't understand. 
Because when we go through it, the GPS, we're looking at all the different sources. So, you know, say I, I found 19, so that probably means there's 20. But look at it this way. You should have four if you're a household. That's bare Husband minimum. and wife, four. You each are going to draw on Social Security. That's a given. With the except, okay, I work for the state. I'm not going to get Social Well, you're getting a pension there. So... So that's a wash. So you're both getting some type of income, even if you're a government employee for the state and they didn't withhold Social Security. So you're both receiving Social Security income, and then you both should have something saved outside of that. Maybe it's that 401K, or you just saved up money. You should have that, or you should see that you do. If you have a home, is it going to be paid for in retirement? Most people have that mindset. Well, that means you have a reverse mortgage option. So there you have five sources of income. So what else can you do to build additional sources of income? And retirement is about options. Retirement doesn't mean to stop and just live on passive income. A lot of people retire or end that job to go do something else that they're happier with. Maybe it's a few days a week, a few hours a day, and they're getting some income, something to do with their life that now they can do because they don't have to make the money there. Why? They have other sources of income creating passive income to where they can do something they want to do instead of what they have to do. So start thinking about your story. And where a couple came in, and this is every day now, Bill's retiring next year in June, and his wife Beth says, you know, I was thinking about working a little longer, but if he's retiring June, I'm retiring too. And so we were talking about his company plan, how it's coming out, and yeah, he has Social Security benefits, so he, he right there has three sources of income that we're talking about. And then we kind of shifted to her, and now we talked about RMDs, and we start laying out the income plan of what they're making this year and what's going to be turning on next year to create that income. So his Social Security just was turned on in preparation for that. His income from his retirement plan is being split into two parts, and he's receiving an income payout over 10 years for that, and the other money's just going to continue to defer and grow, I think, between his Social Security and that income. He's he's at like 58000 right there. And then her Social Security is not going to get turned on for like four or five more years, but she's going to start taking some income from assets. There's a pension into the mix. And then you're seeing her Social Security turn on and some other sources there. And, and that's what the discussion is about. Then you can kind of see, well, what's my monthly income going to be or, or annual and monthly as all this is taking shape. And what they saw over the next 10 years is they have an increasing income in retirement. When, and then you get a little further, there's the RMDs. And then all of a sudden it really starts jumping up there. And so I said, instead of that, maybe we shift a little more to the front end and make that a little more comfortable, maybe a little bit more travel. So that's what we're looking for is the sources of income, and then the income from the assets, which can be a lot of these items here for both of them. That we And w- what they were gathering is confidence that and a surety that this is going to go well. 
And then when you think about drawing passive income, how long are you going to do this? How long are you going to stream from multiple sources? It could be 20 years, 25, 30 years. Where else on this planet do you have this opportunity? And you don't have to put it all at risk. You can, like, be really conservative. This couple's very conservative. Another couple that the husband just went into retirement. The wife had retired a few years ago, and we kind of updated their They're very conservative. They're like, we're here. We don't need things to change. We just need this income to stream from it. Where else do you get these options? And if you're unsure, you're having doubt, having quite, you know, we need to have a conversation. How are we going to make it happen? Charles Slidell, you're next up on Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, Charles? Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. hey, Charles. All right. Now I'm trying to find out what's the best way for me to. I want to retire at the age of 62. Okay. And your age now? Um, 57. 57. Yes, sir. Okay. So well, I'm, let's I'm get started then. Are you married? I'm married. Retired I just got married to my wife, a new wife and everything uh, in February. How old is she? She's 50. 50 and you're 57. Does she work? Yes, she works. Do you work? Yes, I'm uh, I'm an iron hanger. I hang steel crane operate. Okay, so how much do you have saved in your retirement plan now? Well, none right now. Not not, right, not yet. I haven't really uh, saved anything, you know. Do you have a 401k at your work? No, we have no Reunion? benefits whatsoever. No benefits whatsoever. I probably make forty or fifty thousand a year. Forty, fifty thousand, forty or fifty thousand yeah. a year. Forty-five, fifty, somewhere around there, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, do you not have money saved in an IRA? I don't even know nothing about. I'm good with my hands. Okay, I don't okay. know really. Okay. So you really about. don't know about IRAs and such. Do you understand how Social Security works? Not really, to be honest. Okay. Well, there's a benefit, but if you're starting at, at age 62, you're taking almost a 30% reduction from what would be the value at your full retirement age. So depending on your date of birth, that's probably, FRA for you is probably going to be age 67 to get the full financial benefit. So it depends on your work history. Have you received a Social Security statement lately? No, not not as I probably received one maybe 10 years ago, maybe. Okay, so that's why also you might want to go to ssa.gov, that's a Social Security Administration.gov, and sign up for your Social Security account online so you can see what your earnings history is, and it'll also tell you what your benefit would be at age 62, at your full retirement age, which I'm assuming is 67, and also if you wait to age 70. So based on what you've saved, all you have is Social Security at this time, and you're going to need to save a substantial portion of your income to impact that at all. It's not about the return. It's not about risk. It's how much you can put away. And the thing is, when you start looking at those numbers and you're making forty-five to fifty to fifty-five thousand a year, it varies. We understand your social security is going to be one heck of a lot less than that. And then you're reducing it even more because you're wanting to turn it on at age sixty-two. My recommendation, 
just on this little bit of information is work longer than stopping at age 62. In fact, work as long as you possibly can up towards 70 because that means you're getting a larger Social Security benefit and it gives you time to save some money along the way. I don't, you know, is your house paid for? Do you pay rent? you buying? Well, me and my wife, we was trying to pay off my truck, my bike, and get a camper and just me and her living a you know, twenty thirty thousand dollar camper. You know, because the house is in her name and her ex husband's. Okay. So, what is she going to do with that house? Well, once the boys are eighteen, probably her ex is going to make them sell it. You know what I'm saying? Because the boys aren't eighteen yet; the youngest one. I see. Obviously, that property settlement has not quite been worked out in that case. There. So once it goes back, it depends on what your retirement goals, the 20 to 30 foot camper might be that retirement goal for you, but things are still going to cost money and you're retiring at 62. Your bike might last a long time. I've seen some pretty old Harley, assuming it's a Harley or something. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. Okay. Well, look, I've seen some 1920s Harleys and stuff like that. They could last a long time. You take care of them. Don't mean they'll run that well or get you to where you're going but that pickup truck you have that's going to get paid off i don't know if that dude's going to last 20 30 years into retirement but i've seen some old chevys and fords from the 50s running around hey when i was in college i had one that uh it was a 53 ford i restored then i sold it and then the guy tore it up i'm like i shouldn't have sold that truck Hopefully that helps you, Charles. You might want to look at the numbers of that Social Security statement. You may need to work longer. Thanks for the call. Thanks for calling, Charles. Well, I was kind of worried about him until he sort of verbalized what his retirement goal is, and that's just getting a little 20-foot camper. And if that's his idea of heaven, well, that sounds a lot more doable than maintaining a full lifestyle on such Yeah, and don't be judgmental. If that works, look, there's people that retire, buy a trailer, sell their house, and they just travel around the country at trailer park stuff. You see them, you pass them. Oh, sure. Just don't do it when a hurricane's coming, I'll tell you that, because it's not going to fare well. Well, you just drive away from the hurricane. Yeah, you you just head north. However, what he's looking for is long as he can pay the bills, and that's why he needs to go check out Social Security Statement. He has, what, three years to work? Five five years to work so there should be some saving of money there so really what kind of the focus on the first part is is an adequate amount of emergency savings you know if something happens to part the trailer the truck the bike medical costs and i I hate to put a number on it for him but i'll just say this it needs the emergency fund means more than five thousand dollars Kenny and Covington, you're next up on Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. Hey, Kenny, how can we help you, bud? I just wanted to bounce something off of you. Um, I see a little bit of different advice. Um, I've got two different accounts, an IRA, an individual account, from a previous job that I rolled over years ago, and it's being managed by an individual. And then I have a 401k at work that I, I put as much toward it as I can. I'm 41, and I guess I'm just trying to figure out, am I doing what I need to be doing or am I behind? It seems like I'm behind, but I don't know how far am I behind is, is really the question. So what's the value of those two accounts combined? The IRA has about 130 in it, and the 401k has about 60 in it. Okay. How much are you adding a year? I do 5% uh, in the 
standard, uh, the regular retirement. And Give me a number. Free. Give me a number, not a percentage. How uh, much is uh, that a year with the matching? It's probably around 8000 Yeah, about eight or 9000 a year total between standard and Roth. 8% is, I do five and three, three Roth, five the other. That's probably between eight and 9000 so without figuring any compounding, what you're also telling me, based on current numbers, you're going to put away about 200 k over the next 20 years, and you have close to 200 k now, so you're at 400000 What we have is the guided planning system. It's a workbook that we populate, put where the money's at. We put in a reasonable expectation to kind of give you an idea of where you're going to be at down the road. And we can plug in Social Security, pension, and so forth, depending if you're retiring at 60, 65, or 70. And that helps give you an idea of where you're going. You are putting away money. You're going to make money, and you're going to put away more. And my suggestion is you're probably needing to get more put away than 8000 a year. One of the things you need to think about is you you need to get this thinking in your head just right. You have to have a million dollars, and it's probably going to need to be more, but just thinking of a million dollars in today's dollars, 4% stream, 40000 a year. Your Social Security, call it 30, they're 70. Can you make it on 70000 a year in the future? Thank you, Kenny. Let's do John in Lockport. You're going to be last up on Winning It Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, John? Hi, Gregory. Um, a first-time caller, a long-time listener, so I may be a little nervous. But uh, I have a situation where I'd like to retire at 60 or 62. But I have a, um, a kind of, the, the guy who called earlier kind of has the same idea. I'd like to sell my home and buy an RV and travel and uh, end up with uh, some type of real estate uh, later on in life. But I have a pension at work. I have a 401k and some small investments. So what's that 401k worth? Uh, right now it's about four seventy two. Four hundred seventy two thousand monthly pension is projected to pay you at sixty five. About how much? Well, the pension would be at any age, so I, I can get out at sixty. How It'd much? Be, um, be forty three hundred. So about fifty k there, about twenty th- off of assets. Social Security, depending on when you turn that on, are you a state employee? No, sir. Okay, so Social Security eligibility there's into the mix. One thing about these travel trailers, motorhomes, tra- these things wear out. They don't last. They're going to break. You're going to have to fix them. You have to budget in there. Fuel's going to go up. Inflation, you're going to factor into that. You you do have some good numbers. Just need a deeper conversation. That's why I have a daytime job. You can call my office. The office number is 504-832-9200, gregoryricks.com. Thank you for the call, John. Thank you very much for spending some time with us today. I just want to remind you we have some show notes and a complimentary download waiting for you at winningitlife.com slash podcast 30. Winningitlife.com slash podcast 30. But I do have a day job that goes with that. I'm a financial advisor, money manager, IRA, Sherpa, in a sense, help people with all these types of questions regarding the required minimum distributions, how to handle rollovers, how to set it up, how to grow it. Where are you on your financial path? Do you know where you're headed? How is it going to look when you get there? What is your risk number? My office number is 504-832-9200 or go to gregoryricks.com. Thanks for hanging out today. 
We do this six days a week. Catch all of our episodes live and on podcast with winningatlife.com and the Winning at Life app. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management, Gregory Ricks and Associates, WJ Blanchard Law, LLC, J. Heath and Company, and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Annuities are insurance contracts designed for retirement or other long-term needs. They provide guarantees of principal and credited interest subject to surrender charges. Annuity guarantees and protections are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurer. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Ricks and Associates is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute legal or tax advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Ricks and Associates. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Induction of an individual into Advisors Excel Hall of Fame is based on a financial professional's cumulative annuity production. It is not indicative of the individual's knowledge, experience, or past or future performance. Advisors Excel is an independent marketing organization located in Topeka, Kansas.